Okie dokie, time for another podcast. You know, I was thinking this time that, you know, the last two podcasts have been so Bollywood-centric. Last two? You mean since we started? Well, especially the last two. I yeah. thought we should give it a break now. Yeah, no. we should talk about some of the other interesting stuff that we do. I tell you what, let's see which one of us two uses the B word, Bollywood, first. Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We're partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And everything else in between. And as we said, this time we're going to talk about things that we haven't spoken about in a long time. But you know, first, I want to draw your attention to a survey that was done by the University of Pennsylvania, UPenn, recently, which says, let me ask you this. How long do you think is too long on social media? There is apparently a survey found that there's a cutoff point beyond which social media becomes about, uh, detrimental. Wait, you're talking about general people or, general people. or you? No, no, general people. How long do you think you can be on social media in a 24-hour clock while you still feel a, a wave of positivity or before you... What should I say? Sink into a bottomless pit of depression, thinking that the whole world is, you know, having a party and has a better life than oh, you do. Is it that my Instagram but jata hi nahi ho? Mat jao, lekin tell me, University of Pennsylvania actually did a survey. Well, what, four hours, maybe. Four hours? No, thirty minutes apparently. Thirty half minutes. That's it. That's it. In the whole day, half an hour is what you should be actually spending time on social media. Any longer than that, it's actually. Going to it more harmful than useful. Anyway, I I disagree with that completely. But you know why I'm saying this? I like to post things on my Instagram, especially uh, occasionally on Facebook as well. Oh, you mean like about what, what what spaghetti you made today? What spaghetti I made? What I made for breakfast, lunch? Who I met? A lovely sunset that I saw? This that posters? Anything I do, I like to kind of make a record of that and post it. Whereas you are exactly the opposite. I've seen that you know you've you go to such interesting places, whether it is to eat, whether it is watch something. You go alone. You go with your friends. Because I'm not even aware of what I'm doing. Don't be embarrassed. 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 No, it's, it's not. not, right? I, I have started doing this flashback Friday, which I enjoy doing. Yeah. I, I like to put, you know, one old photograph every Friday. Yeah, but yeah, feel that's what I'm going to pull you up for. You like to put virtually the same photograph every Friday. I only have three for photographs. Yeah, well, there you go then. But there is something very interesting that you saw um, the other day with your friends. Yeah, uh, you know, this week was a, a kind of culture week for me. Hmm. So um, I love Tennessee Williams, by the hmm. way. So he had a new play out. Well, I must say he had a new play out. So it's, it's actually his very first play, hmm. which has been revived here. Hmm. It was called um, Summer in Smoke. Yeah. So I went to see it, and uh, Tennessee Williams I've seen many times. I think when I was a student, mm. the very first play that I paid for with my own money was Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. It was an iconic one in the National Theatre mm. with um, absolutely. I can't remember now who it was. Ian Charlson who was in Charles of Fire and Lindsay Duncan I think. We saw a version of that in India as well. Do you remember Shubham Mudgal's son was playing Hindi, one of the yes. characters? Yeah. Who was uh, who was it again? Shubham Mudgal's son Shubha was Mudgal playing son. one of the characters. Well. Um, but yeah, I Cat know that you're roof, a big, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, big daddy. You're a big, big Harold Pinter, Tennessee Williams, and did he play? Did he play Brick? I'm not sure who he played, but yeah. Did so you, you went to see Summer and Smoke. Yeah, and you know it's that uh, as all Tennessee Williams plays are, it's mm. set in this in the deep south, and mm. there's this simmering undercurrent of sexual tension, 
loneliness mm. and, I, and, I, and I love his place isn't that Street, Streetcar Named Desire Streetcar Named Desire is also it's his, pretty much the same and it's mm. very similar mm. didn't you see uh, Streetcar Named Desire recently I did you know that was so wonderful it was at the National Theatre and it had oh, one so you're copying me now you're also at the National Theatre listen I went with my friends to the National Theatre oh there's another play that I've just thought about but we talk about that another time which was the Barber one remember the Mughal play but that's a different thing so I went to see Streetcar Named Desire because Gillian Anderson who we know from X-Files right she was she was playing Blanche Dubois the main character in that and a girl who happened to play her sister Stella Stella yeah. we know what it's about right yeah, that yeah. she's lost everything and so she's come to live with her sister and her brother-in-law and there's this simmering sexual tension between brother-in-law and her they love each other they hate each other they don't really love each other but there's that magnetic attraction that they cannot deny right so the sister was played by a lovely actress an up and coming actress called Vanessa Kirby Vanessa this was, Kirby. Yeah, this was about 3-4 years ago, right? Who and is now famous as Who is now famous as Princess Margaret from The Crown, the, from the first and One second of your season of The Crown. Things, isn't One it? of my fave. And I just felt even then, even as a sister, although it was like the secondary part, secondary role, she shone like a star on stage and she was just so meant See, to be. Street Comedy is I have seen in Hindi as well hmm. in the Kamani Theatre in Delhi, huh. which I loved. And you but, talk about the film a lot as but, well. Uh, yeah, the, but that's the film is iconic, say that, right? Um, when I was a kid, I had when I was a kid, when I was a student, I used to have a huge poster of Eliza Kazan. Do you know mm. Eliza Kazan? Yeah, yeah. He's the director. The screen swingal, swingal. Do you remember I used to have that poster? <laughs> I used to have that poster, yeah. So, um, and he directed East of Eden and I think Streetcar Named Desire. Huh. So I was a huge Marlon Brando. Was it Marlon Brando? I was just going to say Marlon Brando, Vivian Lee, hmm. amazing movie. Wasn't it one of Elizabeth Taylor's? Maybe he didn't direct that one. He directed the well. men. I can't remember now of Marlon Brando, but he was hmm? a great director. I thought one of Liz Taylor's. That's Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. With uh, Paul Newman. All oh, right. Okay. okay. So not okay. Street So uh, we've talked about this now. I believe you're... So I love the play, basically. Now, talking about plays, I believe you're going to see with your friends. Mm-hmm. You didn't... You didn't how come you didn't invite me? Yeah, because somebody yeah. has to look after the kids, yeah? yeah? Somebody has to cook dinner. You are going to see Macbeth by Candlelight. I'm going to see something which I'm so excited about. I'm going there with my friends. And this is... Now, for those who live in London, they may have already heard of this. For those who live outside of London, um, uh, let me just tell you that it's... Uh, next to Shakespeare's Globe which is by the Thames which is on the South Bank of London and it's called the Sam Wanamaker Playhouse and the thing about the Sam Wanamaker Playhouse is that it's only about 2-3 years old they stage all their performances by candlelight as the performances would have been done in Shakespeare's time so it'll be like fair is foul and foul is fair what is that? isn't that the opening lines of Macbeth 3 which is stirring the cauldron? maybe I see you, you probably did Shakespeare in school, right? I didn't. You didn't I didn't do Shakespeare. You didn't do Twelfth Night, Merchant of Venice, of all this. Of course not. No, what did I you did, did Mahabharat and Ramayan. You did Valmiki's Ramayan. Valmiki's Ramayan, exactly. Valmiki, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind, Valmiki. Sorry, I just got carried away. Such there. a bad joke. But yeah, so I'm going to watch uh, Macbeth. But I'm, of course, I know the story of Macbeth because I have read Shakespeare later. But simplified Shakespeare. But. I'm most excited about the fact that it will be staged in candlelight and it's meant to be an absolutely romantic, absolutely unforgettable, one of those experiences where, you know, it really sends shivers down your spine because the atmosphere is brilliant. Looking so, forward so looking to forward to it. Good. So we've established that we both love watching plays. That's right. I, together week, and... Uh, <laughs> together it, and separately. Separately as well. <laughs> I've ever seen a play alone. I've seen a play alone as well. I've seen lots I've of I've seen movies alone. alone. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all either. No, That's why we work so well together. That, um, um, Netflix was in the news this week because mm. Friends was going off air. 
Mm. You know, like friends was going off air. Mm. Sorry, there was something stuck in my mouth. Did mm. you just say that? <laughs> uh, I don't know what I've just said. We don't want to. Yeah, Namkina. It's a bit chillyish, you know. Um, so Netflix has uh, had friends on, mm. and it was going to go off air. Mm. But I believe Warner Brothers have paid a hundred million dollars to keep friends on air. My for next gosh. year. Mm. Now I'm sure it means something to people of our generation because you we were know, there watching friends, it when no, it was but this at is its what, peak. What someone's teenage daughter said, you know, he said that oh, my teenage kids just watch friends, mm. you know. They watch so is it still new, relevant? There's a new generation. Huh. I feel bits of outdated. Yeah, because but, it's before social media, it's before any of this kicked off, right? So you still they still have to come to, to Central like, Park to meet each other. Everyone thinks they Joey or they think I Yeah. Now having known you for nearly 20 years. Yeah. You are definitely Monica in every respect. <laughs> yes, I'm proud one to say I, I'm I a think perfectionist. One day you'll do a podcast about your um, my OCD, your OCD and cleaning. Yes, I'm. I'm proud to say that I'm Monica and I'm a perfectionist. You, I think, are Chandler, but you like to think you're Joey. That's your problem. That's my problem. <laughs> yes, but yeah, everybody has a favorite character, and everybody everyone every, identifies I, with someone. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm going to what I'm going to say next, don't you? That when I think of friends. Mm-hmm. one thing comes to my mind straight away and that is your news reading days mm. because uh, let me tell everyone this that um, about 15 years ago yeah. was it 14 yeah. 15, 15 years, years ago yeah. friends came to india in a big way and it was shown on a channel called z english mm. and in between friends and i think the program after it was fraser fraser was friends sex in the city, sex in the city dharma and greg surprise all of these in between them there used to be half an hour news bulletin on Z News which was also shown in Z English which mm. you used to do that's right so we all used to watch friends then we used to watch you read the news yeah. then we used to watch Fraser 140 million people i believe 140 million Z people news. How do, how not just it, in india across the yeah, world how does it feel like podcasting to three people now it's all right it's not so bad it's not so bad not such a big drop is it i, I remember you used to get a nice wardrobe yeah yeah those were the days but yeah friends i remember you and i we watched friends when it used to actually go out we've seen it with the rest of the world right and so yeah I'm sure people of our generation will always always have a special place in their hearts for friends but uh, I'm surprised to see that you know um, one of others have paid so much money to still keep it on still keep it going I believe they've paid like uh, 70 million more than the last time or something mm. crazy And you were saying that from royalties alone all the cast members amount. are going to net massive sums of money again right Do you remember it was such big news when they did their last season Do you remember each of them got played a million dollars per episode I remember And that was unheard of you talking about about 20 years I, ago now right 10 years ago I think they must have finished you know Yeah actually no not 10 it's something like that yeah 10 15 years ago But you're right that was so iconic then to get for each of them to get a million dollars per per episode You've actually seen a uh, John Lane yes. in a play Matthew you? Perry I have I saw him in uh, Sexual Perversity in Chicago That's a that's that's a David Mamet play uh, It's a David Mamet play yeah so that was one of my first plays that I saw in this country and I remember queuing up at the stage door to get my uh, program signed by him and it was such a thrill it was it was John Lubbing through and through I saw him recently again 2 years ago do you remember he did something oh my gosh i'm completely forgetting it yes, it was with, in that theater which is right next to yeah, but london you, bridge you, you like to hang with the stars no i know but this was and a we're not even going to talk about play. the b word stars that you hang out yes, with yes no let's not even talk about but do you remember i can't remember the play at all it's again very a very couldn't famous been, play couldn't have been very memorable then no it was memorable but matthew berry again matthew berry was then 
he had been away from the limelight for a long time because the first time when I saw him in the David Mamet play he was the star and he was with Hank Azaria he who as ha- you know is the yeah. voice of Appu yeah he was with Hank Azaria recently and he walked out of the stage door with Steve Coogan I remember who was the up and coming star right yeah um, actually just one more thing I'm really excited Steve Coogan is going to play Laurel and Lauren Hardy hmm. uh, in a movie coming out soon who's going to play Hardy uh, John Riley you know in Chicago and all those movies John C Riley no I don't that doesn't matter mm. okay let's leave yeah. it for another day Let's leave it for another day. Till next time. Have a good day and... Uh, I thought you were going to say have a Merry Christmas. I thought you were no, going to No, I was going to say that, but I think it's far too early for Merry it Christmas. But don't forget to subscribe to us on your usual platforms because you have made a little dhamki, which is that you're going to post one of my Z-News yeah. clips I on will, our I will, Shabby Adnan podcast site, right? I only have one right? <laughs> What, for authenticity in case people don't believe yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. All right. From cool. your from your from your news reading days My when you used to have a days. news reading wardrobe. Yes. You standard everyone had to wear the same kind of Yeah. It's good to have a shirt. wardrobe that's paid for by somebody else other than your husband. Right. Until next time. Bye-bye now. Bye.